This is James Frey, and you're listening to Passion for Health. This is your opportunity to hear about the sensitive topic of workplace violence, in particular, aggression and violence towards healthcare workers, and our efforts to raise awareness about it with the goal of preventing it. We're here today with Chief Zone Officer for Alberta Health Services, Sean Chilton. In his role, Sean is the operational lead for the delivery of health services in southern Alberta, which includes the cities of Brooks, Lethbridge, and Medicine Hat. He is also the lead of a provincial committee with members of the AHS workforce and representatives of the Alberta Union of Provincial Employees, United Nurses of Alberta, and the Health Sciences Association of Alberta. The goals of the provincial committee is to raise awareness of patient to healthcare worker violence and to develop strategies to increase reporting, education, and training for at-risk staff, as well as supports for staff who have experienced workplace violence. First off, Sean, can you tell us a little bit about you and why you got involved in this work? Hi, James, and uh, thanks for the opportunity today. Uh, so a little bit about myself. I'm a registered nurse. I trained in the UK, um, actually almost 30 years ago. I came to Canada in 1991 and moved up into northern Alberta. Um, when I first came to Canada, I was a frontline nurse working in the emergency department. Um, I had the opportunity uh, while working in the emergency department to really see uh, the challenges um, and the risks faced by our frontline care providers and our staff each and every day. Um, the reason I got involved in this work was uh, twofold. Um, I think as an organization, we've seen um, an emerging issue uh, related to violence in the workplace. Um, from a personal perspective, um, I actually experienced uh, a situation when working in an emergency department one weekend uh, on a night shift uh, where I was uh, cornered in a room um, by an individual who uh, unfortunately had a mental, mental illness, something that they couldn't control or they couldn't be part of. Um, but I was left in a vulnerable position um, and situation uh, stuck in a room and I wasn't able to get out. Now fortunately that worked out for me um, and I was able to get some help and some support but what it made me realize is that um, there's a lot we can learn as healthcare providers about how to respond to um, and how to uh, address violence in the workplace. Sean why is the issue of violence towards healthcare workers so important? Yeah, healthcare workers are amongst the highest at-risk group for experienced violence on the job, um, of all jobs, um, not only in Canada, but uh, across the world. Um, nurses and first responders are the highest risk for encountering a violent patient, a violent client, visitor or family members while on a shift. Uh, we know that health workers across the country significantly underreport violent workplace incidents for many reasons, and, and AHS is no different. Uh, we know that changing the culture of reporting is important to keep our people safe. Sean, how are we defining workplace violence in this context? So James, we have a workplace violence prevention and response policy here within AHS, and that policy defines violence as non-physical and or physical, and it can include abuse, um, harassment by means of an electronic conveyance, such as cyberbullying, uh, verbal, swearing, insults, condescending language, or written threats with expression of intent to inflict harm. So violence includes aggressive behavior, it includes everything from spitting, pushing, pinching, biting, yelling, um, or hitting. Um, other examples may include having your hair pulled or your wrist twisted. Uh, violence can include sexual assault, harassment, and unwelcome gestures or un other inappropriate activities. So Sean, why do you think this issue is so important to AHS? You know, James, a large portion of violent and aggressive patients are responding um, 
not because they are out to hurt anybody or inflict harm, but it's out of fear. Um, it's they're in pain, um, they're angry, um, or just because they have an inability to communicate their needs or reaction to changes in their environment. And many healthcare workers accept this behaviour as part of the job. Um, I need to be clear, um, violence is never acceptable under any circumstance. And um, violence has the potential to injure the body, the mind and overall wellness. Violence can be traumatic. Um, each person is different and we all respond differently. The effects can be immediate or surface a few weeks or months after a violent incident occurs. Why do you think there is this culture of acceptance towards violence in healthcare, and what will it take to change that culture? Yeah, one thing I'd like to reiterate is um, violence is never acceptable under any circumstances. And I think we need to take the time to equip our teams, um, our staff with the tools to be able to respond, to de-escalate and to keep themselves safe um, in those difficult environments. As caregivers, our compassion and desire to help others runs wide and deep. Uh, That's why the majority of us decided to get into healthcare. Uh, But this can be at the expense of our own health and well-being. Um, Safety is a right. No one should experience violence in the workplace. Um, Starting the conversation is the first step to acknowledging and changing this long-standing myth that violence is tolerated within the healthcare setting. Uh, What we need to do and what we need to encourage our teams to do is to report violence so we can take steps to manage it and as well as prevent it from happening again. We can learn from the experiences that others have had. What can we do differently to address violence in healthcare settings starting today? Yeah, I think every violent incident has an impact and we can't forget that impact. Um, The first step from my perspective is reporting violence. Um, We need to um, learn and understand uh, from the circumstances and the situations. So um, whether it be patients, clients, families or healthcare workers, reporting when a violent incident occurs is critical. Um, AHS also offers some violence prevention training um, and employing supports to those who have experienced workplace violence. Um, I'd encourage staff to speak with their unit manager, union representative, or visit Insight, um, our staff intranet site, for more information. Um, You know, I I talked at the beginning of uh, the session um, about my own experience working in an emergency department, being cornered in a room by an individual who was um, demonstrating aggressive behavior and feeling vulnerable and unable to respond. As I said at that time, from my perspective, um, it worked out okay. I was able to get help and I was able to get support. Um, But I can tell you um, a number of circumstances and situations since I've been in my role where people haven't been so lucky and the impacts of being affected by violence whether being physically or mentally, uh, can be long-standing. They can really change how a person looks at the job um, and the roles that they've taken on. And there are situations and circumstances where uh, people have actually given up the roles um, and, and looked for new work. And that shouldn't be what we would expect um, from the workplace that, that we're in. Thank you, Sean, so much for being here today and sharing your thoughts. To learn more about workplace violence prevention and safety expectations, visit us at ahs.ca slash safety expectations. If you need help or health-related information, please call HealthLink at 811. This is James Frey, and you've been listening to Passion for Health, produced by Alberta Health Services. You could follow us at ahs.ca slash podcasts to add your comments. We'd love to hear from you.